0: It is the Mike show. It's the Tuesday edition of the program. And ordinarily, you know, we're keeping things light. Yeah, we do. We joke around a
1: lot, but we have some serious stuff to talk about this morning.
0: Very, very serious stuff. Uh, if you have not heard, if you if you uh, don't have kids, This doesn't really apply to you. But if you have kids and they're school aged and they're in Lynchburg City Schools and they happen to be going to uh, maybe one of the schools that uh, that Lynchburg City Schools is proposing to close, well, this is devastating news. Well, I I would
1: argue that it applies to all of us. Actually, I I don't have small children, but it, it applies to me as well, I believe. Because yeah. it, it affects our whole community,
0: and, and it really does. And thank you, Bill, for for that perspective. Um, we are talking with Carla Jones and Abby Skinner. Uh, TC Miller is is one of the best schools, in our opinion, uh, in in this uh, in this area. Uh, our kids are thriving there, and it's on the chopping block. So let's talk about this. Abby, uh, what is your role? Uh, introduce yourself, and and let's hear from you.
2: Sure. Thanks. Um, yeah, my name is Abby Skinner, and I am the current president of the PTO at TC Miller. I also have a third grader at the school. Um, and as you mentioned, my child is also thriving. Uh, we love TC Miller. Often it's described as being magical, which I think is a difficult thing for people who haven't had firsthand experience there to understand. But hopefully we can elaborate on that a little bit.
0: Absolutely. And, and Carla, uh, what is your role with TC Miller?
2: Absolutely. So I'm a parent of
3: a fourth grader and a third grader there, Um, and this is now we're going into our fourth year at TC Miller. So and and likewise,
0: yeah, likewise, our 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 kids have all they they've been growing up together. Uh, They've been at the school, and and this is this is kind of devastating news. Tell us what has happened up until now, and give give the timelines, and pretend for a moment that i'm the dad in the family that hasn't read a thing just walk 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 me through walk our, our our viewers and listeners through it i'm sorry bill It's good sure
2: yeah i've gotten to do this with my husband so i appreciate that <laughs> okay, great so, so, you,
0: so you know the <laughs> drill right? out.
2: Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. so talk uh, us through this what 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 has what is happening what was the timeline because that's the thing that is kind of shocking a little bit to me, uh, the the short amount of time. Uh, and then tonight's the, night. Tonight's I mean, the so, night. Yeah. So tell us. Tell us what's going on.
2: It's been quick um, and I don't think we were expecting it to be this quick at all. Um, so back in the spring, if you are a parent of a child in Lynchburg City Schools or maybe you just watched the news, um, you likely heard that Lynchburg City Schools hired an outside consulting firm. To come up with some scenarios of ways that the school can cut back on costs Um, this outside consulting firm mgt consulting came up with four different scenarios um, and each one did involve some school closures renovations rezoning like that Um, the option to close tc miller was option three and then option two was an option to close or a scenario to close Darrington. so there wasn't actually a scenario that involved closing both of them and i think that's important um, and then over the summer, maybe late spring into the summer, they had some different open houses, I believe they called them. And so parents could come in or concerned citizens could come into these meetings and discuss the scenarios. At one of them, one of the consultants from MGT was even there to present some of their findings. And then there was even a survey sent out several times to gather feedback. So all of this was done and um, kind of given this look to it, that they were accepting all this feedback and that they were gonna take that on board. And from what we've seen from the survey results and also from what we even witnessed at the meetings, parents didn't want this. Um, It wasn't a popular option. Um, Rezoning seemed to be a popular one, but closure of schools. I mean, obviously that, that may have to happen, but closing two schools because it wasn't even presented as an option, wasn't something that anybody was in support of.
0: So tell us about uh, these two schools in particular and, and, Tell folks who don't know what is so magical about these schools.
3: Carly, you want to take that one? Sure, sure. So both of these schools are magnet schools. And so I think that's a a big point for people to understand and know because um, magnet schools help to attract children from various socioeconomic backgrounds, race, academic achievement levels. And that's kind of where education is is moving towards because um, it, they're really growing in numbers. There's over 4,000 magnet schools nationwide um, that, that educates over three and a half million children. And part of the reason that they are um, becoming so popular is because it's the single form or single largest form of choice um, in public schools. And it's usually through these magnet schools that um, that kids are learning skill sets that really help to differentiate from maybe a a standard public school. And, you know, one of the the arguments that we have is the Virginia Department of Education has five core principles that um, they want every school to embody. And it's collaboration. It's creative thinking. It's critical thinking communication, and um, community. (laughs) And so you find all five of those in a magnet school. So of course we are witnessing that happen within TC Miller. Um, I, I can't personally speak to, um, you know, any experience at Deerington, but the fact that it is a magnet school. I know while TC Miller has gone towards kind of the arts theater, that's kind of their niche. Um, Deerington, it has always been language um, and really kind of that has been their niche. Um, and so wanting to close down two schools that provide choice to parents And that also happened to be magnet schools where you're seeing kids thrive in a smaller population. Um, And it really is very much a family atmosphere. I was down at the the bus line this morning, or not the bus line, the car rider line. And there were several um, teachers, the principal, and it was just so heartwarming. It it wasn't just they knew the kids' names. They'd see a car roll up and they would be like, oh, that's so-and-so. And um, and then, oh, wait, I, I got to run up and, and put like talk to their teacher. Like they know who the kids are, who their parents are, what cars they drive, what teacher they have. It's not just, OK, let me see if I can remember your name. They know every single student. Well, Carla it's really important to, to make note of.
1: Carla, one of the, the real ironies here to me is that. Um, the people that seem to be advocating uh, for closing these schools are the ones who continually argue that parents should have more say in what their children learn and what they 're taught and what they get to hear about and yet um there 's a deaf ear turned to parents when it doesn 't suit that particular agenda, and that 's deeply concerning to me personally uh as as a lynchburger and as an american yeah um, and and that that 's wrong
3: yes. Yeah. And I, I really appreciate you saying, Bill, that that this isn't just affecting us as parents or any parents that have kids in LCS. This affects everybody in the city because how we educate our children, they are our future.
1: Well we have
3: to care about that. And if we don't, we're we're affecting not only these children's future, but we're affecting our community as a whole. So well,
1: and you can make all kinds of arguments economic and otherwise as yeah, well that the first question companies ask when they think about relocating here or families is how are the schools yep. mm-hmm. and and what we're doing right now is undermining our public schools in in what seems to be a, a
0: deliberate pattern and that that's really disturbing to me now yeah. Folks, what I mean tonight is the night. There, uh, city council, from what I understand, this is the the vote's going to happen tonight. Uh, is that correct?
2: What we've heard, so school board meeting is tonight, okay. um, and we will have the chance. You know, it's open for like public forum, and so we'll have the chance to stand up and speak. Um, people get three minutes, and. We haven't gotten the final count on how many people there are, but uh, we're, not, we're flooding, flooding that room tonight for sure. Um, and rumor is that they likely won't vote tonight. Okay. To okay. Just because of all the new information they're getting. Um, but if it does pass to the school boards then it does go to a city council meeting. Yes.
0: OK. All right. So uh, what are you encouraging folks to do? Uh, I, I think it's quite obvious, but uh, let's let's hear it from you guys.
2: Yeah, um, show up tonight at the school board meeting, wear gold. Um, Or if you're not able to be there, you can call and leave a voicemail with the school board office or with Tina Day. Tina Day, if you Google her, first thing that comes up, Tina Day LCS, you can call her and leave a voicemail and they will play those voicemails during the meeting tonight. Um, If you prefer for your voice not to be heard, you can also send an email to Tina who will forward those on to all the school board members. We are also encouraging people to send those emails to city council already as well.
0: Okay. Uh, a grassroots effort. Uh, and, and and this is a, a very, very important uh, thing. And again, I misspoke at the beginning of the interview. The, the, you are absolutely correct. This is not just uh, for parents of little kids that are going uh, within the LCS system. This is for uh, across the country, businesses that might be interested in relocating here. You're absolutely correct.
1: Yeah. And, and the, the final thing I'd want to say is you know, go to these meetings, let your voice be heard. And for crying out loud, vote. Yes, please vote because we've got some people in place right now who have no business being there.
0: And I don't mind saying that. All right. Uh, Well, folks, uh, where can folks learn more uh, in addition to the information that we've provided them? and, And what else can we do?
2: Yeah, Facebook has been a great spot um, for people to meet. Uh, they can look me up, Abby Skinner. We've got some different posts, and I'm out there in the public. Most anyone can see my stuff. Um, and then we also have a TC Miller PTO page, and they've been posting updates there as well.
0: Okay, uh, well, ladies, thank you so much for joining us on the program. We really, really appreciate it, and we encourage folks to get out there and and let let your voice be heard uh, in in this matter. Uh, now. I wanted to ask, are there any other magnet schools uh, that serve this age range of kids in Lynchburg City Schools?
3: No, these are the only two. We have Dunbar, but that's middle school.
0: Yeah. So, so for, for little kids, elementary school age children, that's it. Correct. That's ridiculous. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the program. Thank you, Mike,
3: for the platform. We Absolutely. It.
0: We really appreciate you guys. Uh, coming up a little bit later on, it, as if we couldn't get stupider. Uh, we will. It's stupid criminals in the news. That's <laughs> on the way. But we do have a good news story, and we'll share that with you as well. Uh, that is all coming up. It is the Mike Show.